What's up, everyone? It is your host, Janae Moore. And, oh, should I say Janae Moore or Janae? It's your host, Janae. And <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am so excited to bring this episode to you guys. This is episode number, I'm not going to number it because I don't know when it's going to come out, but I'm here with a very special guest on the topic of doing good business. And this is a topic and a conversation that's very important to me because I'm a business owner. The guest that I'm about to introduce is also a business owner. And as business owners, it is so important to actually do good business so that people want to come back to you and give you more business. That is how we're going to make it and thrive. So I am here with a very special guest. This is the first recording I'm doing with a guest. And this is a woman that has inspired me to be obedient to God and even, you know, step out on faith and make this podcast. So my girl, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Hi, Janae. <laughs> she is a woman of God herself. She also is a business owner and she's a great friend. And I just thoroughly enjoy the conversations that we have. So I know that you guys are going to enjoy this as well. Ricky, please tell the people who you are, what you do, what's your passion in life. Oh. Give us all the good stuff. <laughs> Okay, my name is Ricky Brianna Williams. I am the founder and coach for Watching Women Win. We create coaching solutions for multi-passionate entrepreneurial women right now who just feel stuck and like they know they're meant for big things, but they feel held back for one reason or another, either externally, internally, things aren't shaking. And our goal is to get you to a place where you are making moves for your business and your purpose in alignment with your calling. And I think that I have multiple passions, but the passion behind watching women win is just seeing women stand in their power that God has given them and the specific calling that God has given them and not sitting back and letting life pass you by without seizing that calling and that opportunity and not trying to achieve your dreams and your goals from a place of lack and from a place of fear and uncertainty, but knowing that, no, I was called to do this and I belong in every room that God puts me in. Um, so my passion right now is just helping women live that, live that life, live their life fully. Yes, I love it. You already have an impact on so many and I'm excited to be in this journey with you and see you like impact so many women's lives. I'm literally so excited. And I know that you are going to do that and do big things. I think with that being said, that we should we should tell the people how we met because it has a lot to do with doing good business. Yes, I would agree. I met Ricky in a very professional way, like in a very business-like way. So and I think it, it was in 2020, I was yes. working for a, or I was working with a makeup company, this high-end prestige makeup company that was offering um, makeup classes, one-on-one -on -one teaching because it was COVID. So they 
onboarded a whole bunch of makeup artists to do some freelancing work for them to teach women how to do their makeup. And Ricky was one of my clients. And I think this is just so divine in itself because the selecting is like total random. We just get a, a totally random person. Uh, we don't pick them. We don't meet them beforehand. We just get on the Zoom call and whoever's on the call is who we teach. So Ricky was on the other end of that call that day. And we had a very good class. From my perspective, it was like I was talking to a friend and it wasn't like I had to be all, you know, professional mm -hmm. and, and like <laughs> I could just be myself talking to her. And she was just so genuine and so real. Um, and so we had this class. And after the class, Ricky, I don't even know how we ended up following each other. I think maybe you followed my beauty page. I don't know. I think so. Um, and from then, we've literally been like Insta besties. <laughs> <laughs> Never met in person. She actually is in Florida and I'm in Indiana. And we have grown a relationship on social media and it has become kind of like a real life friendship. So what, from your yes. perspective, how do you say, you know, the class, how'd it go? Oh, you were great today. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> <aw>. <laughs> um, I thought you were so cool from jump and yeah, same. I just felt like I was talking to a friend. Um, I do think I probably felt like nervous just that like being seen by a person, which I know mm -hmm. we're going to talk about in the future. Mm -hmm. um, but like, regardless of that, I felt comfortable with you and I wanted to connect with you on a professional level because I liked what you, what you do. And I liked mm -hmm. how you did it, your teacher's heart behind it. Um, mm -hmm. And then following you on social media, I don't know if we talked about God when we first met in that class, but um, following you on social media, I learned your heart for God as well. And yeah, I definitely would say our relationship has expanded outside of Instagram and now we're, we're real life friends as well. Right. And so this is, I think this kind of goes perfectly perfectly with this topic because we had a business transaction that turned into a real life relationship um and so mm. <laughs> how do I say this like we had a business transaction however I still was myself and you saw me through the business that the service that I was providing for you and so if I wasn't myself as a CEO, if I wasn't um, personable with you and brought you that personable aspect, and then if I didn't actually bring you good service, then you probably wouldn't have felt as connected and wanting to, you know, connect with me outside of the, the, the class. So like, why is doing good business important? Exactly what you said, like, at the end of the day, these are people on the other side. And I think as business owners and just businesses in general end up looking at people as dollar signs and we can't, we can't do that. We can't value money over anything. 
And it's really easy to do because our society pushes that. But I think that's what like warps our, our viewpoint. So I think doing good business is important because at the end of the day, whatever your business is, you're serving a person, whether you're providing a product or an experience or a service, you are serving a person. And I think that we have to work on having that kind of servant's heart, like regardless of what we're doing, even if you are like a high end wedding planner, at the end of the day, you are serving a person. If you are a successful model, at the end of the day, you're serving a brand. Like you have to go into whatever you're doing with that servant's heart. And I think that's how we can do good business. And I think the value that I saw in our interaction, again, like you said, was like, this was a person to person connection. I didn't feel like I was a dollar sign to you. I didn't feel like I was just like an hour of your time that you needed to get through so you could collect a check. I felt like to you, I was a person and you cared a lot about teaching me and answering me my questions so that I left that space more understanding of how to better beautify myself. I think that that's so good. And another part that I want to pull from what you said was that you really never know what relationship is going to turn into. Like Mm -hmm. you don't know what what service you're doing for someone or just an interaction that you're having with a person you don't know what it's going to turn into and you don't know what you are doing for that person because you could literally make someone's whole day you could change someone's whole life you could change their viewpoint of whatever you're doing so like I was teaching you makeup if I said something opposite of what I said or did what I did I could have changed your viewpoint on makeup you could have been like you know what I don't even want to do this I don't even you know and that's just from a cosmetic standpoint but if it's something much bigger like dealing with people's purposes life coaching like what you do you have you could change someone's whole viewpoint on something so that's why it's so important to do justice (laughs) um, to this business because you're actually impacting lives and the whole talk about like not burning bridges I think it's the same when it comes to building the bridges you don't know what that bridge will do where Mm. it would take you a relationship that you build with someone you don't know down the line they remember that interaction that they had with you and they're like, you know what? I know the person for the job or I know the perfect person. Yep. Let me call so-and-so. And then your name is in places that you're in rooms that you're not even in. But because you made a good impact on someone and you did good business, you are setting yourself up for success of the future. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about our experiences with bad business oh I'm ready (laughs) I'm ready (laughs) and we don't have to name drop we don't have to do all that but how like what has been some of your experiences with bad business and how has that affected you and how you view business owners okay I'm gonna name drop my most recent one okay okay I am and this isn't like a small woman-owned business or anything, but I am currently employed at Total Home Roofing, guys. Okay, Total Home Roofing. They are Uh-oh. rebranding as Angie's Roofing, and I do not suggest you hire them for your roof. 
being said, we have, we have like different markets that we're a part of. And I think different states and cities, those markets may handle business better. But my experience in my market here in Florida, um, Janae, people's roofs be leaking. We put mm -hmm. roofs on and they be leaking because mm -hmm. the crews are not doing a good job. And then when the people call me to say, my roof is leaking, please help. I have no resources. We do not have enough team members to go and help them. And people like can't even get a hold of the person that they can only get a hold of me. And I have zero power to actually help them. All I can do is reach out to the team that is supposed to help them. And that team doesn't care so much. And I have been in multiple jobs like this where it's a large corporation and I'm trying to help the person, help the customer. And the company does not empower you at all and does not care about helping the customer. And I think my experience working in corporations like this over and over and over again has just prompted me to, to stop, to discontinue associating myself and providing my energy and my my gifts and my talents to places like this um, that are not focused on the person. And it also has just been a huge example of what happens when you're more focused on dollar signs and when you're not caring about the person on the other end. Um, I think we've all, especially if you've been in corporate spaces, have experienced something like this. I've also been like way overcharged for, for nails, like by a nail tech. Um, who like was my first time seeing her and she absolutely it was only her and her like imagine if she would have treated you dirty like and been so rude to you she has no idea who you know you could literally be the daughter of a celebrity you could be like you could be someone who has the power to affect her business <laughs> you like mentioned that before like you don't know who you're talking to and I agree like you need to be careful not only about not burning bridges, but also building them. But at the same time, bridges need not even be your focus. If you are just focused on serving the person to the best of your ability, God is going to bring you those connections and he is going to build the bridges. Making it happen is not even on us. The only thing that is on us is doing, is doing like you said, our, our task and our assignment like justice and doing it well and doing it with love. Yes, and that has a lot to do with our heart posture as well, because if we have a good, giving, big heart, it's not even like we're trying to <laughs> make these connections yeah. or do this outstanding business just to get this client. That's just you, and people will be attracted to that and automatically come back to you. It's not even going to be like you're really doing much work because that's just already who you are. So it also goes yeah. back to your heart and why are you doing this business <laughs> what's the purpose of it um one thing i'm glad you mentioned nails because i was going to reference nail salons and how they have gotten so commercialized these nail salons more so back in the day so like when they just try to get you in and out you don't know who you get you, they don't care who you get they pull anyone mm -hmm. just to get you in the chair and out the chair and you might get a good job done and you might not. Um, these, it's so crucial. Like, it's so crucial when you have these type of businesses that you know either care about you or don't. Because guess what? Someone's going to be like, 
I have an idea. I'm gonna open a nail salon, for example, that is actual artists that come that are specific, that do good work. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make a place where a place wasn't before. And imagine that person starting up that business, it becomes successful and it shuts down all the other nail salons in the area because mm. no one's going to them anymore. It's such a trickle effect. <laughs> and that's why yeah. it's so important. You just think, oh, in and out, seeing people people as dollar signs, like you said, that is so real. And that can be very costly in the long run. Yes, mm-hmm. you're you're filling your chairs, you're meeting your quota, whatever. But are people saying nice things about you behind your back? Are they referring their friends to you? Are they um, plugging your business? Or are they low-key plotting like, how can I make a better business because this person (laughs) (laughs) is not doing it? And it affects you in the future. But I do want to tell a story real quick about a business, a service that I had got. Um... And it does, it actually is related to what you said about this girl overcharging you with your nails. Um, I understand that you have to charge your worth. I am for it because I also am a business owner that provides services and I have undercharged my worth for many years. And so I know all about that. I'm not knocking charging your worth. You need to do that. It's crucial. There's a difference between charging your worth and trying to get over on someone and actually just being a caring, good business owner. If you know that you did not provide the exact service that somebody wanted or asked for, why are you not like, oh, let me give you a discount or let me do something for you. Let me give you a coupon to come back and bring a friend or Whatever you want the promotion to be, why are we not just being good people (laughs) behind the service? Mm -hmm. If I know, if someone is paying me hundreds of dollars to do something, and for whatever reason, I can't 100% execute that, I'm not just going to be like, yeah, give me all your money. I feel like just as a good person, I would feel bad about doing that. And that has happened to me in the past. As a matter of fact, I have gotten charged extra for a mistake or for something that was not my fault when it came to the service of the business. And they still charged me full price and it wasn't what I asked for. And I had to learn my lesson, but ask me if I'm going back to that person. Nope. No. And I'm no longer going to plug them and tell people about them because I just don't think that's right as a good person with morals <laughs> and standards. Right. So that's just another example of why it's so important to do good business. Not only should you want people to come back to you, but you should also just want to be a good person. Um. So how do you aspire aspire to do good business Ricky with with all that you are doing and even things that you will do in the future uh, what does that look like for you it looks like doing my part to check myself and heal myself especially in the space of coaching women to make sure that in those sessions I'm not focused on me how am I being perceived 
Um, do they like me, but I'm focused on them and their goals and their blocks and how can I help them? Um, so I think a big part of doing good business for myself is just healing and keeping myself in check. And then also just like you said, like being morally sound. Um, I had a client who was coaching me for a long time, has paid me the highest session price any client has ever paid me per session. And it was getting to a point where I felt like I was not able to help her achieve her goals anymore. And she wanted to continue coaching because she valued the space to at least be heard and talk things through, which there is value in that. But that isn't the service I'm providing. Um, I'm not a counselor. I'm someone that is helping you make tangible steps towards your dreams and your goals. And I wasn't able to help her with that any longer. And so even though she was my only client at the time and my only source of income, I told her that I didn't think we should continue coaching together. And mm -hmm. she um, understood where I was coming from and was cool with it. And I did that because I could not in good conscience continue to have her pay me when I knew I wasn't providing the service that I say I provide, even though she was still gaining value from those spaces, it just didn't feel like a fair exchange to me anymore. Mm, come on that is so good because you could have easily took her money still right <laughs> but because but because we are children of god yes but also just because we have good morals and ethics um we're not gonna do that to someone i love that and i think that's so honest of you to share because someone might be in that predicament of well I could kind of still but no if you think something is on the edge of being wrong then it probably is <laughs> and you probably should just be honest and tell that person hey you don't need me anymore <laughs> you're good when it comes to me aspiring to do good business I always say one of the reasons why I wanted to be a business owner was because there are so many CEOs of companies of like billion dollar companies who are just actually mm -hmm. trash people yeah. who are not kind hearted, who are not, who don't know every employee that even works under them, let alone their kids' names <laughs> or, you know, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be that specific, but just you know you get the gist not how you want to do better hearted. right i'm like no i actually i want people to want to work for me to get paid great and get great benefits but to also be like i wouldn't want to work for anyone else because i know that i'm treated you know with value here and yeah i aspire to bring that to this corporate world to the beauty industry to any industry that I step foot in because we need uh -huh. more godly, kind CEOs out here. Who's going to inspire the next generation that comes along? They're just yes. going to be money hungry. And the money is just a, a side effect. It should just be a side effect of the dream, the success, the doing good. It shouldn't be like your drive. But that's neither here or there. I feel like I'm getting off track. Um, no, you're right. And to speak to that point, like doing good business isn't just about your customer and your client, but it's about your team and your employees as well. Exactly. Can you give any tips 
to people on how they can do good business. How can they achieve doing good business and not being this money hungry, seeing everyone as dollar signs type of person and actually be successful? I think that ultimately what it comes down to and what everything comes down to is your identity and knowing Mm. who you are and who God said you are and who he died for you to be and believing that Um, because it's one thing to know it and then it's another thing to live from that place and be transformed by it and I do believe the transformation takes time speaking from my personal experience um, I am in a place where I know who God says I am and what he says about me but the feeling of it is lacking sometimes fully living from that place is lacking sometimes because I'm still human and I'm still being um, refined Um, but I think it comes down to just understanding that you are you are healed you are forgiven you are good you are you are perfect like these are all things that the bible says about us that we are righteous um, that there is no fault found in us and I think when we don't know who we are that is when we try to be other things and when we try to be seen a certain way Um, I know for me, I've spent so much time trying to be perceived as a baddie and trying to embody what I think that means according to social media and according to um, our society and Mm -hmm. what is required of me to fit that mold does not align with the title of being a daughter of God. And so I think you just have to decide to believe who God says you are and allow yourself to live from that place. And when we do that and we understand how loved we are, how chosen we are, how worthy we are, how enough we are, then we begin to see other people that way too. And I think doing good business just comes down to the people into your heart. And if you know who you are, that pours out into the people that you serve and You don't have to be so conscious of, am I doing good business? Because you can trust that on a moment to moment basis, you're making the best decisions, not only for your business, but for the people who your business serves and the people who, who work for you as well. Yes. Oh, I love that you said that because any single thing that we do, as humans, like any skill that we use, anything that comes out of our mouth, everything is tied to the root of who we are. So how can we be this (laughs) successful, um, good CEO, kind-hearted, all of these things, if we're not actually that? If we, exactly like you said, if we don't know who we are, Because if we don't know who we are and we're doing all these things, especially when it comes to like providing a service to someone, at that point, it's like we're faking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because how can you do good things if you're not a good person? It's not authentic and it's it's not genuine to who you are. Yes, and then it turns into striving. Mm. And we are not asked to strive. We are asked to just be and receive come on identity talk that's come so on good. good news come <laughs> on gospel presentation <laughs> because before you had um said that to me even in our prior conversation I never thought about that 
because I feel like we're also focused on these tangible things of like, okay, how can I do this? Well, I could do X, Y, Z. I could go to school. I could do this. I could get this skill. I could learn this. But we forget the person behind all of that. Yeah. Yes. And if we're not focused on our heart, our spirit, our relationship with God, who we are, then we can't we can't even step into fully mm-hmm. what God has for us because we're confused. Because we're, we're confused. Because <laughs> we're, we're confused. We're confused and we're lost. So at that point, you're just going around doing business and it might be good, it might not. It might be good for like the most part, but then you could have a few slip ups. It's just all confusing. It's getting confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the ultimate, that's our ultimate calling and our ultimate purpose and our ultimate mission is to show people the good news of God and who they are in God. And that's something that you reminded me of a few months ago when we were talking about our businesses and you said, um, ultimately what you want to do is show women who they belong to and who they are in Christ. And when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, like Janae is so selfless. Janae is so good. I was like, that is not how I be thinking about my business, but that is kind of how we need to think. Our business at the end of the day is not a, a, a dream and a vision that was given to us so that we could have income. And so that we could have status and so that we could flex on socials. It's literally to reach more people for Christ. And the Mm -hmm. further away we get from that, the further away we are from our true purpose. Right. That's why it's so important to know our why and the why behind your business. Why are you even doing this business? What's the goal? Because yes, like I said, all of that success and money and all the nice pretty things that's just a side effect if you're actually doing good business and then we can see you know we can define what we're doing and why we're doing it because ultimately you know the beauty that God's given them but I'm not doing that to get money I'm doing that because I have a passion behind people (laughs) and so our business affects other lives every single business on this earth affects someone else because that's what a business is it doesn't have to be a service provided but a business is like a transaction between two things or two people so you're affecting someone so are you doing that because you just want success and money or because you actually care about the lives that you're affecting Agreed. Well, Ricky, do you have any other um, tips or just anything that you want to add to the conversation of doing good business or what you want people to really get out of this episode? I mean, just treat people how you want to be treated and you don't need to worry about anything else. True. But I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh. (laughs) Some people don't mind getting treated bad now. I don't know. You're right. You're right. But that is the that is the golden rule. It's actually, you know what's funny? That is in the Bible. It's not just a golden rule, like a man's <laughs> rule. It's actually in the Bible that says, do unto others as you want done unto you. I think that's the wording. Yeah. Biblical wisdom said it first, guys. Yes. So, but yes, you definitely should because 
if you're out here doing bad business, you can expect for some bad business to be done to you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. A tip that I would give for someone to step into the role of doing good business is really to just, I think I actually did say it, is to reflect on your why. Why are you doing that business? Because if you're just doing it to do it, or like because it's the trend or society says, oh yeah, we could use more of this, or this is like a billion dollar industry right now. Let me go into this industry. Then you're not right there. Your motives are like deterred from the truth of your actual passion and what you want to do. Um, If you don't know why you're doing something, then you're more dangerous. You're more mm. not dangerous, but I don't know. That's a good word. That is because like, it's reckless. Yes. Oh my gosh. You are more inclined or prone. I guess <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> you're more prone to like destruction. Now that could either Sheesh. be to destruct or obstruct someone else's view or their path. Or you can put that onto yourself. If you don't know why you're doing something and you're just going down this road of doing it, you are like stepping away from purpose. You're, you don't yeah. know your identity. Like you said, you are literally just this lost soul. And it's so dangerous to you and to other people. And you're more prone to do bad business if you don't know why you're doing it. Wow. Well, Ricky, thank you so much for being the first guest on my podcast and for bringing value to this conversation. I hope that every single person that's listening to this, whether they are a business owner or not, because like I said in my first episode, it doesn't have to be a actual business that you're doing. Everyone is called to be about their business and about their father's business, which is ultimately our purpose in life. So doing good business could be doing good in your purpose easily, mm-hmm. even if that's not a, a tangible business or service that you're providing. So I hope that everyone took something from this and can learn and could just have a different mindset around, you know what? yeah, I really do need to be this type of person or I need to do better when it comes to this. But I hope that it affected and touched who it needed to. And I just thank you for having this conversation with me. Thank you for inviting me to. You're so welcome. So Ricky, where can the people find you if they want to follow you or your business? (laughs) (laughs) Where can they find you at? Yes, you can find Watching Women Win at Watching Women Win on Instagram, no punctuation or anything. Um, And yeah, you can come and interact with me there. Awesome. So thank you again, Ricky. That is all we have for you. Have a super blessed day. And until next time, this is the Women in Business Podcast.